0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Wisdom of Spirit with Rosen Winterbrook. We are minus Winterbrook this evening. Uh, she has uh, an appointment, previous appointments, but she will be back next week. Um, here on the Wisdom of Spirit, every week we're here at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we offer a myriad of topics metaphysical, and uh, spiritual to help guide you in your day-to-day living. Topics here on the Wisdom of Spirit include, and are not limited to, spirit messages and guidance, psychic and medium chats, alternative healing modalities, monthly meditations. Every first Monday of each month, that is our meditation. Um, We speak about chakras, gemstones, Tarot, runes, other forms of divination, astrology, animal communication, and more. From time to time, we have special guests, and we invite you to join us. As I said, every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. If you call in, or if you're calling in, and the phone number here to call in at is 347 347- 0677-0699 Make sure if you have a question A comment You want to speak to me this evening Because it's me I'm all by my lonesome uh, When you do call and Make sure you press the number 1 So that a Question mark appears next to your name Here on the queue In studio So I know you'd like to chat Or you have a question Or a comment Or something Um Okay, so um, Winterbrook is going to be at the Eyes of Learning tomorrow night with a very special uh, guest and a very special, lovely, wonderful woman by the name of Sandy Ingham. We've had Sandy on the show, and Sandy is a, a, she's from the UK, and she's an international trans spirit artist medium. So she will be with Winterbrook tomorrow evening at 8 p.m. at the Eyes of Learning, which is here in Hicksville. And um, catch it if you can, please. It's wonderful. She is amazing. Sandy is truly amazing. So um, tomorrow night, she and Winterbrook will be at the Eyes of Learning, and Sandy will be doing her thing, which is connecting to spirit and drawing portraits or whatever, uh, comes through with spirit, and Winterbrook will be be the interpreting medium for her. So um, if you can make it, by all means, get over to the Eyes of the tomorrow night, 8 p.m., and it is $10 for members, $15 for non-members, and really take part in this wonderful experience. Now, I myself had the honor of having a private session with Sandy today, below my mind. she's she's beyond amazing. I, I can't even express to you guys how wonderful this woman is. And tonight we're going to be talking about signs from our loved ones who have gone before us and are no longer residing in their physical vessel, in their human body, which truly is their physical vessel. Now, I do this for people all the time. I mean, it's my work. I'm a psychic medium and healer, but spirit comes through, and I will either see a spirit next to a person, feel the spirit. I'm a fair audience, so I certainly will hear the spirit. So I kind of have an inside advantage with these blessings I have. where And the people who come to me uh, oftentimes do not. But the one thing that's very important, and a spirit had told me the other evening when I was reading for his daughter, he said, please tell my daughter to tell her mother that she needs to stop grieving for me. And he had crossed over a year or so ago. And the daughter confirmed that the mother was still very distraught over losing her husband. And I said, Well, he says, don't grieve for him because he's, and this is a direct quote, he said, better than ever. And um, he kept dancing around. I kept seeing him dancing around and dancing around. I said, He's so happy that he can dance again I said did your father like dancing And she said oh he loves to dance He was always dancing I said we're dancing around both of us right now And he wants you to tell mom he's fine He's great He could not wait To get out of that physical body That physical which to him was like a physical prison Because he couldn't function the way he wanted The way he'd like to Um, So Just think of yourself being encased in a full body cast where you want to move, you want to walk, you want to do things, and you can't. Think about how that would feel. You would hate it, right? So, um, as he said to her, tell your mom, don't worry, I don't want you to worry, because he said he's always with both both of them. Most of the time, family members are around us a lot, and Sometimes we miss the little signals that they give us to let us know that they're around. One thing is dreams. Dreams are one of the most common ways in which a deceased loved one will reach out and connect with you. Visitation dreams from your loved ones are much different than normal dreams. For starters, they are incredibly vivid and real feeling. When you wake up from a true visitation dream, you'll know you were contacted by your loved one in heaven. The main focus of these visitation dreams is communication. Your loved one will likely relay a message and let you know that they're okay. They will appear healthy and vibrant, just like this guy. He was dancing around both of us. (laughs) Um, Regardless of the state, when they died... And after sharing their love with you and communicating their message to you, the dream will end. Another way that they try and get our attention and make themselves know that they're here is strange electrical occurrences. An underlying energy flows throughout all of existence. And this is also a reason why many say when, when they communicate through uh, from the other side. Energy never dies, and we all are energy. So, since each one of us is energy, us, our essence, our soul, whatever you want to call it, never dies. The physical body, which is made of flesh and bone and whatever, yes, that will die. However, the essence of the person, their soul, their, their energy doesn't die, and that energy stays and hangs around. For this reason, one of the most common signs from spirit happens when those in spirit play with electricity. There are a number of ways they can do this, like causing lights to flicker, turning the TV or radio on and off. They could also cause appliances, phones, devices, or titty-toys, to beep for no reason, or turn on without being touched. They may even call you on the phone from an unknown number. And when you answer, there's only static or nothing on the other end at all. Why do these things happen? Well, it's a sign that even after death, your loved one is living on. Their energy lives on. Have you ever noticed if you're in a room with an animal... And all of a sudden the animal will be looking across the room or a certain area of the room and the animal's head is going back and forth or up and down and and it looks like they're maybe with their eyes chasing a bug or something, but there's no bug in the room. It's because the animal is more than likely playing with the spirit of one of your loved ones Um, because animals do see spirit. So the animal knows that your, your, your loved one in spirit is there. And it's connected, but maybe you don't because animals have that ultra high sixth sense. So they feel the presence, they see the presence. Um, another thing is also that feeling their presence. You may feel someone next to you, or something next to you, or you may feel something behind you. Um, it's definitely something that you can feel. I know when spirit comes to me to visit. I know there's a spirit in the room because I feel pressure behind me, almost like I can feel the pressure of a fog rolling in. So that rolling in, that fog, or that that it's actually their essence, that the energy of spirit pushing in. They're behind me and next to me, and I know that is someone in spirit. Changes in temperature um, also may indicate that. Another thing, smelling a person's signature scent. It could be a cologne, a perfume, something, um, or even a scent that you associate with that person. Um perfume or a a smell of a particular flower that they may have liked. Uh, I know my father, who's in spirit at one point in time, I knew he was here because I kept smelling cigar smoke. Now, my father smoked cigars, and for whatever reason, his first visit, he actually came through and, and spoke to me, but. I got mad at him and yelled at him. And so the second visitation, all I would smell is cigar smoke. For a week, this went on. And then finally it hit me, and I'm like, Dad, I know it's you. So I said, you can come out now. I'm not going to yell at you again, but heavy smell of cigar smoke. He wanted me to know he was there, but at the same time, he didn't want to get yelled at and, you know, verbally abused. <laughs> and... um so he just sent in the smoke. I know a lot of people, there are perfume scents. Or if you have someone who loves roses, or the name is rose, you'll smell roses. Um, a lot of times, loved ones show up as either an insect or an animal. I know someone kept seeing a, well, lots of times, if you see a red robin, that is someone in spirit showing up to let you know they're there, to let you know that they are with you and that they're watching over you and that all is well. Um, These loved ones are able to channel their energy into an insect or an animal for a very brief period of time to bring you a sign that their spirit is still living on. They may appear to you in this way as a butterfly, a dove, dragonfly, or as I said, a robin a bird, and when this happens, the animal or the insect will usually do something very much out of character that catches your attention. They may land on your hand. They may come into your home or appear closely right in front of you as if they are communicating with you. This is a common type of communication from spirit. If something like this happens... Trust that your loved one is with you and letting you know that they are okay and that you are not alone. Also, moving objects or placing objects on your path. The signs from spirit may take a couple of forms. Either they move objects of yours, like flipping over a picture, moving a piece of clothing into an odd location, or causing something to fall as a way of getting your attention. They may also move objects onto your path, like pennies or dimes or feathers, um, flowers as well. Uh, I hope many of you remember the movie Ghost, and if you remember the scenes where he was in spirit and he was trying to learn from this other spirit how to make a penny move, and when he finally learned it, he went with, um, he went with uh, I can't think of her name now, Whoopi Goldberg, who played the uh, spiritual advisor. He went with her to his apartment, and through her, he was speaking to his wife, but she said, he says, put a penny on the floor, and when the wife put the penny on the floor and sent it under the door, she watched him, because he was moving the penny, she watched the penny go up the door and by itself but it was him it was his finger in spirit on the penny that was making it rise and that was confirmation and validation to the wife that a character whose name was sam that sam was indeed there in spirit and he was going to make you know he he gave her validation that he was there and that His essence is still around and that he he is still with her. So this does happen. And when this happens, when you see these little manifestations of energy, of spirit energy, just say thank you or hello and, uh, you know, acknowledge them. I've had spirits tell me that I should tell the person who I'm reading for, tell them to talk to me even though it sounds silly that they're talking into the air or they're talking to no one, I still hear them and even though I can't respond to them, they won't hear me, um, I am listening and I do hear them and I like to hear them. I like to have them talk to me from time to time. So while your loved ones can't audibly you know, uh, hear you, because you are, this is for the deceased person, because they are spiritual and not a physical being now, they're able to communicate with you telepathically, and they may very well directly communicate a message to you. So at that point, pay attention to the thoughts which pop into your head while you're doing something else, as this is a common way in which your loved one in heaven may reach out to you. Especially if it sounds like something your loved one would say or brings you a message of love, encouragement, or answers a question in a voice which doesn't sound like your own. You may also find yourself having a conversation in your mind with your deceased relative or loved one when you ask them a question and then receive a response. It's highly likely that this is actually a message from them. So... They like you to express your feelings to them, express your worries and concerns, and uh, don't be afraid to because they're there. They don't leave. They're generally around us all the time. So as I say to my clients, you know, no one's going to hear you or see you or think you're crazy, but by all means, talk to them the way you're talking to me. Express yourself to them. Another way they let us know they're around is synchronicity. Have you ever experienced an increased number of coincidences and synchronicities after your loved one has already passed on? This may be pulling some strings from the other realms of spirit to help things align up in your life. Because even after they go on, they still love us. They're still connected to us. They still want the very best
0: for us. Your loved
1: ones... On the other side, can assist you in aligning chance meetings, new opportunities, and with attracting new friends, teachers, life partners, whatever. They're always behind you, they're always supporting you. If you're thinking of your Aunt Emma while driving and suddenly a huge sign for Emma's shoe shop appears, that's letting you know your Aunt Emma is there. Or maybe you're grandfather was also encouraging you to follow your dream, and then after his death, you receive an offer to go to that place where you wanted to go, or that place where your grandfather was born, or different synchronicities. Seeing a full-on vision of your deceased loved one is one of the least likely ways to receive a sign from them in spirit, however, it does happen, which occasionally it does for people, it will be a sign that you cannot dispute. So uh, that's another one. Energy lives on, and they want you to know that. And we, we all think, oh, my God, we're alone. They left. What are we going to do? And and we, it's really coming from our own ego because we miss the person. We want to be able to see the person and communicate with them. It's, it's you know, for our own satisfaction and happiness. They are, no matter what circumstance surrounded their death and their crossing over, once they release the physical body and they're on the other side, nine times out of ten, they're relieved, they're happy, they feel they're free, and they understand everything. So um, I'm going to take a call here. 281, you're on the air with Rose. Who am I
0: speaking with? Hello? 281?
1: Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking with?
0: This is Dejan. I'm
1: sorry, I can hardly hear you, honey.
0: This is Dejan. Dejan? Yes
1: have that right? Okay, hi. Thanks for calling in. What can I do for you?
0: Well, um I just wanted to know if you um when you're getting a job offer anytime soon.
1: When is see a job opening anytime soon? Let's see. Have you been at this for 3 to 4 months already? Uh, Kind of, yeah Yeah, hang in there because they're telling me uh, More than likely a job opening is coming sometime around August, September Okay And if they don't get discouraged, just keep on it Just keep chugging away and just keep putting out your resume and Looking for as many positions as you can. And just just keep putting it out there. Don't get discouraged. Just put it out. Okay. It's moving a little slow because that's, that is common for the job market right now. Also, we're going into summer. So that slows it down even more. But you are going to be getting something coming along. August, September. Could be as soon as July, but it really looks closer to August, September.
0: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Thanks thank for you. calling, sweetheart. Have a
0: good
1: evening. Okay. Three one Hello?
0: two you're on the air with Hi, my name's Karen. I'm calling from Chicago. Um I also Hi Karen a question. from Chicago.
1: What can I
0: do for you? Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um um uh, I'm also looking for a job. I went for an interview yesterday with a temp agency and then I also applied for another job at a non-for-profit, and then tomorrow I am going to apply for two media jobs. And I'm kind of, I'm also putting it out there, too, trying to find something as well.
1: Okay. First thing, Spirit's saying, is you're going to be offered a choice. So I am seeing two offers of work coming into you. However, they're not going to be coming to you until the month of July. But in July... Two offers are going to come in, and it feels like one offer is going to be coming in like it's – you're going to forget that you even applied for this position. In other words, you're going to say, "Oh, I'm calling about your resume, and you're like, who, what, where, I don't remember. Because you've sent out so many, and you will be sending out more, and I feel these people were – sitting on your resume for a while, I don't know whether it's a big company, a huge company or whatever, and that they get through the resumes and the information slowly because they're overloaded or inundated with resumes, or the job is a type that is sought after by many, but it's like they're bogged down with people that they have to look through, but the company is very thorough, so if they call you, that means you did stand out amongst A large group of people And again It comes to A choice for you And you can make the choice You need to make a choice And I feel if you Just go with your gut feeling That feeling that you get in the pit of your stomach In your solar plexus chakra Which is what I call the internal GPS Go with that feeling And you'll pick the correct job
0: Okay Okay. So
1: sometime in July cuz I almost want to say you're going to make you're going to make the right decision um and it may be I'm not saying this is the way it has to go but it feels like almost the the people who waited and sat on your resume for a while you may very well be going with them but you choose according to the way you feel the way your gut the way your intuition is telling you and follow that guidance
0: Okay, okay, because that makes sense because I just left a place that um, my gut was telling me to to get out of there. Something was off, and I was 100% right. So you're right. You're right about that. See, the that gut, gut is piano. never wrong. Yes. Yeah, you got
1: to go with the gut.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. I'll definitely well, I'm you glad know. you're
1: following the gut. You're 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 really Ph.D. student here. Good luck <laughs> and uh thank you for calling in. Have a great weekend. You, you too. Good night. Okay, so yeah, you got to follow the gut all the time. Okay, let's see what else other signs. We have lights flickering on and off, animals, insects, pennies. Sometimes they call it pennies from heaven. Music. That's another sign. If you've ever been thinking of a loved one and then heard one of their favorite songs on the radio or a song that you connect with them, uh, i got to say, my mother loved Nat King Cole's Unforgettable. And I don't hear it very often, but when I do hear that song come on, she's the first person I think of. And then, more than likely, she's there. I mean, I thank God every day for the gifts I have that I was born with, that I got from my mother's side, my grandfather, that I can hear spirit. And I actually hear her. Um, My mother passed away 15 years ago, 14 years ago. And when she passed, the year before she passed, Mom had Alzheimer's. And she didn't, at that point, her Alzheimer's had gotten so progressed. She didn't know who I was. And that was really, for me, when my mom didn't know who I was anymore, even though she was here in the physical body, that was the death of my mom. It was heartbreaking. It was so sad and just agonizing to know that my mother was technically alive, but because she couldn't communicate in any way, shape, or form, she was dead to me, and I really, it was like, like she passed away a year before she literally really did, and after mom passed, three weeks later, I was sitting in my kitchen, quiet, all alone, and I heard my mom's voice, rose clear as a bell and I knew it was my mother I was so happy and it's kind of weird to explain to people that you were happy that your mom crossed over that she's not physically with you anymore but in my case it put us back in communication again and that was really such a joyful moment so sometimes We can either hear a song playing on the radio and sometimes you can even just hear this music in your head. Hear someone who has crossed over hear their favorite song. Um, Sometimes you can be cleaning a room and stumble on a piece of jewelry that's from your grandmother or an aunt or a loved one who's passed away. And... that will bring the memory and that is also a sign that the person may be about, maybe right next to you, may be with you that day in that place and they're trying to let you know that they're there and that they're always with you and around you. So you have to look for the little signs um, and actually believe that we're all not alone. There is spirit all around us. Sometimes you can feel their touch even. You might feel a piece of hair or someone pulling back a piece of hair off your brow or your forehead. Um, Also, you can have the feeling of someone holding your hand or a gentle touch on your shoulder or your back. Feeling touch, feeling their touch is most common to sense in the days directly following your loved one's passing. However, some of those of the spirit continue to visit long after their passing. This ability to touch can also manifest in feeling them not touch you, but an object near you, for instance, noticing someone sit or lay down in the bed next to you. Now I have a cat in spirit. He used to want to jump on the bed. Like he would jump, and like I would, you would literally feel him. You feel the bed go down because he was a hefty cat. He was 18 pounds. And uh, after he's gone, I'll be sitting on my bed, and all of a sudden I feel this jump. I'll feel this like a boom, and then indentation of the mattress next to me and I'll know it's him, and uh, and that's him telling me, Mom, I'm here, hi. <laughs> uh, you can also hear sometimes their voice, and this is called clairaudience, and this is one of my main gifts. And as I said, it's possible to hear, if you are gifted with clairaudience, it's possible to hear the voice of your deceased loved one externally as though they are actually speaking to you, in human form, in the present, or internally through thought or word transference. Internal clear audience is the most common way to, quote, hear a voice as the hearing happens inside your mind. Those in spirit no longer have a voice box, so creating an external noise is very hard, very difficult. Do you talk to your husband, grandmother, aunt, or best friend on the other side in your mind? It's like you're thinking about them, but at the same time, you're talking with them. And you may be getting a response. So, usually you can. Um, Also receiving a symbolic message, a sign, or a coincidence, or like I said, a synchronicity. While many people feel the deceased loved ones watching over them, and sometimes you actually literally feel them watching, it's like you know, you feel a presence, you feel someone in the room with you or next to you, and a loved one may cross your mind at that time, and it's not just, Them crossing your mind. It's that person trying to tell you, I am here. I'm not totally gone. My presence, my energy, my essence is with you right now. I'm here in this place with you. Don't feel so bad. I'm not really gone. So, um, and sometimes your loved ones on the other side will use people to give you messages. And generally, the person delivering the message is not even aware of it. Listen to those around you. The words they're speaking may be a direct message from spirit to you. Also, those in spirit may send meaningful people into your direction as teachers, life partners, and new best friends. Movement. Sometimes those in spirit will move objects to get your attention. You know, all of a sudden, things start to fall that never fell before. You know, you could have something on a shelf, and it's at the very edge of the shelf, and it's been there for years, and it's never fallen. And then someday, you could be talking about a loved one or thinking about a loved one or whatever. One day, all of a sudden, that object, that was at the edge of the shelf or at the edge of the fireplace or whatever it is, all of a sudden pops off and hits the floor. It's not a coincidence. That's more than likely one of your loved ones trying to let you know, hey, I'm here. Also, seeing an apparition or a flat photo, like a hologram, partial or full. Which reminds me of two things. Right after my father passed, I think we were still on day three of the wake. He wasn't yet buried, but I was in the kitchen of my parents' house and looking into the living room, I saw an apparition in front of the piano and I thought I was seeing things. <laughs> Um, it looked like there was a a form of a man almost made out of glass, and filling this, this glass man, empty glass man, was golden sand, because I saw from the bottom up, started to appear shoes, feet, legs, a jacket, shoulders, a head, arms, you know, and then... On the head was a hat, and my father used to love to wear a fedora type hat, and it was a fedora. He was facing the piano, and my father was a musician. So when I saw that figure come to life, you know, just the sands kept filling up this what I could only describe as <clears throat> was a glass figure of a man, as my father. He was there completely. And I remember saying to my pet dog at the time, like, oh, my God, look at this. Because the dog thought I was crazy. But that was an apparition, a manifestation of my father's energy. He wanted me to know he was around. He was okay, and he was there with us. And um, another way they manifest, too, I know for me, because when I would start to see spirit up here, through clairvoyance, they used to freak me out because if I was speaking to you and you and I were the only two people in the room, and if I was speaking to you and all of a sudden next to you or behind you, I would see another human form just like pop. It would scare the living bejesus out of me. So what spirits started doing after that while I was in the middle of reading I would start to see multicolored lights. I'd start to see different colors. And the colors would attract my attention. And it was like easing me into things, getting me ready to see the person, however, not just like plunk here's a person. And I would be looking at the hologram. As I'm looking at the hologram and watching the colors wave, I would start to see a human figure within those colors and that's how someone from the other side would show themselves to me so that I could communicate their message to the person sitting across from me that I was reading for. And I remember one day someone's grandfather came through that way, and it was beautiful because she really was excited to know that her grandfather was there and he wanted to communicate with her, etc. cetera. And uh, it all worked out really, really well. So... That's another way they they let you know that they're around, you know, seeing either an apparition or a hologram or something. They know how to make their presence known. And uh, they really have become, once they get over on the other side, they become energy manipulators, which is uh, quite a feat. But um, not everyone can do it. Not all people can do it. Uh, also, a lot of times when people come to me and they want to connect with a loved one, the, um, it's only if the loved one is in a place where they can't connect with me or through me. If they want to, sometimes they don't want to. Um, it's not like just turning on a faucet of water. Okay, I want to speak to my Uncle Frank. Turn the faucet on and here comes Uncle Frank. It's a little bit different. There has to be cooperation on both sides on both on both ends. We have another caller here. Let's see who's calling in. Eight five six, you're on the air with Rose.
0: Hi, this is Laura.
1: Hi Laura, how are you?
0: I'm okay. I'm I'm wondering I'm having some aches and pains and I'm wondering if they'll give me any insight into why. Aches and pains, yeah, is it your whole body or any specific spot yeah. no, I'd say it's oh, it's like the whole body,
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not a fan of psychics giving medical advice, so I'm gonna ask you, what does your doctor have to say about it?
0: Well, I have a doctor, but he's not he's not actually too good. I'm actually looking for another doctor. Um, and the reason why I say that is because he doesn't do, he does the bare minimum with regards to checkups. So I got to find another doctor to go to. Um, oh, I've yeah, that's not good done. at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had blood work done in the past and, and they haven't found anything. But I don't know what to think. I don't know. I have low iron. I know that. That might be it. Um, If they're not giving you anything... I'm sorry? I mean, mean, if they're not telling you anything about it, that's okay.
1: What I'm saying is I, I think it almost feels like, you know, in Reiki there's a saying, you know, people when we practice Reiki, you practice Reiki for all the different auras, you practice it to help you on a personal level and a spiritual level, and then you want to help heal the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual auras of your body. So what they're showing me right now is there's mental and emotional things that the doctors are not catching, and I think what it feels like is You should go for some energy healing or some Reiki because you need to be totally relaxed. You need to totally relax your body in order to heal the locale where this pain is coming from. When there are issues going on in any of the four parts that make up your aura, they manifest ultimately... If they're in your emotional mental spiritual uh auric fields, they wind up manifesting in the physical and this could be you know what your doctor's not getting, like you said he does bare bones as it is, which that's not good, so you definitely right. want to get another doctor and I can't. um. Yeah, it could be something that something that uh, is easily curable, but you have to find it. And I think why they're not finding it is because it's. I don't want to say it's in your head like you're crazy. That's not what I mean by all <laughs> by all means. But it's something that's kind of on the mental emotional level that they're not getting. It's your whole body.
0: Yeah, all very various parts of my whole body. <laughs> have you I'm one big. Before? Have you in that. Let me tell you. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said I'm just one big aching mess. <laughs> I'm well, that's walking. Not good. Like have have they
1: tested you or I, I'm even afraid to ask you this with the doctor that you've described. Have they tested you for fibromyalgia?
0: No. I, I never have been tested for that. Um And the I other thing that's for... coming
1: to me is uh food allergies. So you really uh, need to go to a doctor who will test, test you for Fibro and for food allergies, because now more than ever, God knows what they're putting in our food, but um, we're becoming ultra sensitive to whatever is in processed food and foods that before didn't give us these problems, but now they're giving us these problems. Uh, I just cut gluten out of
0: my diet. Yeah, you know, I think you're on the right track with that because. There are certain things like creamers, certain creamers and stuff for your coffee that if I right. drink it, I I I will have severe aches in my joints the following day. I know it. So I stopped using certain I, – I think you're right about the food allergies. That might yeah, be you the, might want to go
1: and get food allergy testing and find yeah. out. I know I try not to eat processed foods. But, like I said, giving up the gluten, I think I have what, I don't have celiac, but what I have is a gluten sensitivity. Um, I gave it up, and it helped with a lot with inflammation, because I was puffing up and inflamed, and I wasn't eating things that make you retain water, but I had a lot of inflammation. Giving up the gluten has gotten rid of the inflammation. It's amazing.
0: I'm going to try Get that, a new then. doctor
1: <laughs> yeah. who will fully test do. you and uh, get rid of this guy. My guy is saying he is of no use to you.
0: No, yeah, that's true. Thank you very much for that advice. That's that sound advice. I'm going to do You're welcome, it.
1: sweetie. Thanks for calling in, Laura.
0: Thank you. Have a good night.
1: Have a great weekend.
0: You too. Bye.
1: Thank you. Okay, yeah, you know, it comes from all over, but you really have to work on yourself. As much as having, you know, doctors and having, you know, medical help, you have to kind of keep on top of your doctor. It's not that you know more than the doctor or you are assuming you know more than the doctor, but you have to keep on top of your own health. Um, personally, me, my spirit guide, God bless her, I love her, she told me months ago that I did not need chiropractic manipulation, but I needed, uh, no, she said, you don't need chiropractic adjustment, what you need now is more physical manipulation of the muscles. So, I went to my massage therapist, told her what was going on, and that, according to spirit, well, she, she's a believer, and, uh, of Spirit Spirit said she needed to manipulate the muscles surrounding my sciatic nerve and, and my um lower back issues which she's been doing once a month and it helps tremendously but now my guide said you need to go to a new chiropractor and now you need an adjustment and you have to have both work, you know, hand in hand. Okay. She told me which chiropractor to go to And I went to her, and with only one treatment, only one session with her, I felt 40% better than I had ever felt with my prior chiropractor. So listen to your gut again. Listen to that gut, your intuition. It sits in your solar plexus area. And just like when you're watching cop movies and detective movies and the cops say, you know, Oh, he's got a really great gut. He goes with the gut, and it's all about the gut. (laughs) Well, it is, actually, because that's the seat of intuition, and everyone has intuition. And you need to develop that so that the answers come through clearer and quicker. It's like, since you all have intuition, those who are not blessed with psychic ability naturally like I was born, and many psychics are born with the ability, can go and develop their psychic ability. So, but you don't have to, you know, develop or push to have intuition. It's there. You just want to strengthen it, and you just want to heed the call that says, listen to that gut feeling. Listen to your intuition, because that is, I call it your internal GPS. The same way when you get in your car and you want to go from point A to point B, you put on your GPS and you get there without a problem. And it guides you. So your intuition, your internal GPS, which in this instance means guided perfectly by spirit, that intuition will guide you to what you need to do with your life, how you need to address your life, what road you need to go down to be successful. Just listen to it. And you won't waste time, you won't wander around like a deaf, dumb and blind boy. You'll get the messages, you'll get that feeling, you'll listen to it hopefully and be guided through life without a problem. And I gotta tell you, sometimes your intuition is gonna go against your ego. You know, it's it's not gonna be what you personally want because that's not the way it works. You're guided to go Along with that which is for your best and highest good. You know, a lot of times if we see someone, we're attracted to them. And the attraction is coming from ego and we want them and we desire them and we like them. And we want them to be it. We want them to be the one. But however, the one that you think is the one may not be good for you. But because you're so blinded by your ego, your wants, your desires, you want that person to be the one. And you set your sights on them and, and you go full speed ahead and oftentimes you get into a relationship with them or you go out on one, two, three dates and it doesn't work. And you're broken hearted and disappointed because you expected that person to be the one when in reality – the universe and spirit knows who you're the one should be. You just haven't met them yet because we're always in a rush for everything. And you meet your perfect partner in divine time, not in your time or my time. And But we're like a goal-driven society. We want what we want when we want it and how we want it. Unfortunately, that's not the way it works. We're here to learn lessons. We're here to learn many things, and especially when it comes to relationships. If you keep picking someone who is really not for your best and highest good, you may pick someone, and, yeah, the universe might put you two together for a brief period of time so that you both can learn from one another. Once you've learned your lesson, it's time for that person to go. And many times, when they go, you are still stuck on that person, but that person is not the one you're supposed to be with. Is they're they're further up ahead, they're further up the road on your path on your journey. But because we all want what we want, and through marketing, we're always told that we can have whatever we want, which is a bull faced lie. But nobody's going to tell you that except me. And you know we're brokenhearted and sad and miserable a lot of the time because, hey, you know, Burger King said I could have it my way. I want my way when it comes to love and romance. But no, we're guided, and you will be put on the path to meet your perfect partner. But you got to play along, and you have to be patient. And all good things come to those who wait. So... I wish that you guys um, get signs from your loved ones and embrace the fact that energy never dies. And although the physical body is no longer here, your loved ones never leave you. They're always around you and by your side. So, say hello every now and then. Um, they're always around you, so as I said, feel free to talk to them. Feel free to reach out to them, even if you're just venting. And I them a candle every once in a while. Give them some light. Be very happy. In one way or another, they'll get a confirmation or some kind of sign of their gratitude. So wish you guys lots of love. Lots of connection with some loved ones who have gone on and feel their love. Feel the essence of their love. And never forget, they're always We'll be back next week with Winter Books. Thank you all for
0: listening.
1: Calling in.